0: Hey, you guys, it's Nilsa Gazda, your host of the brand new podcast called She's a Mom Now. You guys, please don't be mad at me. I know it's been a hot minute. It's been about two weeks since I put out the last episode and let me tell you why. So I honestly had been in a funk for about a week and a half. Every time Mother Nature hits, I go into a funk. And I also battle anxiety and depression. So when I'm going through a funk, my work is put on the back burner. And I wonder if some of you guys can relate to that. Because it's kind of hard to pull yourself out of a funk and complete all the tasks that you have to do. So I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm here. I'm feeling so much better, and I'm ready to give you guys a new episode. I'm going to get you guys caught up on what has been going on in my life. This past weekend, we went to Jacksonville for the Florida-Georgia game, and I had so much fun, and I actually met a lot of you guys there, and that was so nice. I love meeting you guys, and you guys are always so sweet when I meet y'all, and it really makes me happy that I get to run into you guys. So while we were in Jacksonville, my son Gray stayed at my mom's house. It really makes me happy that my son gets to have a relationship with my family now that we are... Closer and we're not all the way in Atlanta, which is only five hours away. But, you know, life gets busy. But I am glad that my son got to spend time with my family. This past week was all the Halloween festivities. I hope everyone had a great time and stayed safe. We had so much fun yesterday. As you guys probably saw on social media, we were Shrek. So I was Princess Fiona. Gus was Shrek and my little handsome Gray was Lord Farquaad. We had such a good time getting all dressed up. Gus actually let me paint him green. If you haven't seen the photos, head over to my Instagram and go check those out. I think they're absolutely hilarious. And Gus is such a good sport. He's such a good dad. And I love doing holidays with him and Gray because it just makes me feel so good. And this is like my favorite part about motherhood, watching holidays through Gray's eyes. Oh, my God, that makes me want to cry thinking about it. But it's so sweet to like watch your children look at all the lights and the costumes and see how their eyes light up at all the cool things that they're seeing around them. It just it makes me so happy. And to have someone like Gus as a partner who is a good sport, and he's an amazing husband anyways, but to literally get painted green for two hours, like he's a good husband. Halloween 2022 was a success. I hope you guys all had a great time. I wanted to talk to you guys about questions that I get in my DMs all the time. One of them being, how did I lose all my baby weight after having baby gray? If you guys didn't know before, I weighed over 200 pounds when I gave birth. I was a high risk pregnancy. I was diagnosed with polyhydramos which is basically where you could have too much amniotic fluid or too little amniotic fluid. And I had like 10 points over what you're supposed to have. So that means I had to see a high risk doctor and I had all like so much fluid in my amniotic sac, and it just wasn't a good time. But when I gave birth, my sister came over like two weeks later and she brought me Herbalife. So my sister has been an Herbalife distributor for about seven years, probably longer, but I'm going to guesstimate seven years. And she brought over the protein and the Formula One where I could start making my shakes and get my weight back on track. I told myself that I wasn't going to pressure myself in losing all the weight immediately. So what I went and did was I went on Amazon and I bought myself size large and extra large sweatpants and sweatshirts. I wanted to be comfortable. I didn't want to feel bad about myself, and I felt like if I was to try and go and fit into my pre-baby clothes, that probably wouldn't have worked out for me, so I told myself, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to buy stuff that I can fit in. doesn't have to be expensive. doesn't have to even be cute. As long as you feel comfortable, I think you already feel better when you feel comfortable versus trying to stuff myself into clothes that I wore before I had gray, plus everything was crop top. Y'all know, y'all know how I used to dress crop top shorty shorts. Yeah, that was not happening with my postpartum body. That was a big thing for me was buying bigger clothes, buying baggier baggier clothes, and then doing the Herbalife. So I did two shakes a day when I was really trying to lose weight. So I did one scoop of protein, two scoops of Formula One. I mixed it with ice and water and I did that twice a day. I ate healthy snacks throughout the day. And then I do like to cook, so I would make healthy meals at night. Some of those recipes being as simple as baked chicken and asparagus. And then every now and then I would, you know, go crazy and do like spaghetti squash. No, I'm just kidding. That's super easy too. But we would do a lot of like healthy tacos and taco bowls and chicken bowls. And Gus is really on board with me. And he was really encouraging. He loves me no matter what my body size is. But I really did want to lose the weight. But like I said before, I was not going to force it on myself. I need to love my postpartum body because it just is such an incredible thing. Like giving birth is one of the most amazing things the human body can do. And I and I just did that. So I wanted to be patient with my body. And I wanted to show myself grace. But I wanted to answer that question because I do see quite a few DMS where people are asking me how did I lose the baby weight. I also wanted to read this quote of the day, your value does not decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. And I think that goes across the board, whether it's with work relationships, family relationships, friendships, nobody is allowed to decide how you feel about yourself. So I think we all need to practice more self love. And why I'm giving you guys this quote is because I had to practice that with myself after I had baby gray, because I have all this loose skin. And I don't feel good. My body's different. This is a whole new body that I'm seeing, but I wasn't going to let anyone else make me feel like I'm not worthy. Because of their opinions of me. If someone's not able to see your worth, you just got to trim the fat baby. Do you guys ever wonder if your child is on the right track, like developmental wise, I know that's something I struggle with, because I am a new mom, I only have one child. So it's hard for me to know exactly what my child should be doing. I know I talked to you guys a lot about grace walking. And it's hard for me to know like is he on the right track but i know that all kids are on their own timelines but i think it's just something that maybe you guys can relate to not knowing if your child is fully like on the right track for development um i know i get a lot of good feedback from the pediatricians and stuff and they always tell me gray's right on track but I I guess it goes back to comparing your child to other children or comparing your parenting to other people's parenting. And that's something that I need to work on Um, because I know a lot of times, I have talked about this before, I compare myself to like other moms and that's just not healthy. So I need to be reminded that all children are on their own track and they're on their own timelines and kids are going to be kids. So I just wasn't sure if anyone else out there had that same feeling of, hmm, am I doing this right? I guess that's basically what I'm getting to is me asking myself, am I doing this right? But my son is happy. He's healthy. It goes back to the things that I remind myself of, like my tools I learn in therapy. Gray is happy. He's healthy. He is Perfect. And I do see a lot of comments on my social media where kids comment, not kids, where parents comment on my school lunch videos for Gray. And they're telling me, oh my gosh, you're so lucky my child only eats chicken nuggets. Well, you know what? Gray goes through spurts where he would only eat Chick fil A chicken nuggets. I'm telling you guys, that kid was going to. Like, empty my bank accounts with the amount of chicken nuggets this kid ate, okay? So don't beat yourself up if your kid's only eating chicken nuggets because kids go through these little spurts just like we do. Like, you know, we go through our little funks or we go through little things that we like one time and then don't like another. So I guess that's just like human nature to go through phases, but I want to tell you guys, like, there are days Gray's lunchbox will come home and he barely touched anything. And there are days that I give him basically junk, like just mother everything in peanut butter and send him on his way and he eats all of that. And there will be days where I send him with like super healthy stuff and he barely touches it. So kids are just kids. Some days they're going to like something and some days they aren't. And that's something I. Always have to remind myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, did Gray eat enough today? But then the next morning he wakes up and he eats two eggs, two waffles, and a whole thing of sausage. So I guess it's just super hard. Being a parent, being a parent is just hard in general. I asked you guys on my Instagram, what questions do you guys have for me? And there are some really good ones. So let's get into these questions. I get a lot of people that ask where are my leggings that I wear from and a majority of them come from Halara. Halara is the viral leggings on TikTok. They're pet hair resistant. And all the cute little dresses that I wear that are made of like those legging material, not legging material like Lululemon legging, but like the Halara legging, they have dresses and they are so comfortable. And that's literally what I wore all summer. I had like one style dress in four different colors and it's from Hilara. And that is where I get a majority of my leggings because they have pockets and they have that little cross feature to where it makes my stomach look smaller than it is. So that is where I get most of my leggings from. Someone asked, have you thought about lasering off the tattoo on your ring finger? It takes away from your pretty ring. I mean, I have thought about that. But at the same time, I heard that it's very, very painful. And it's super expensive. It costs like 10 times more than the actual tattoo cost. Now let me tell you all a funny story about this tattoo. So I did have my ex husband's initial on my ring finger with our wedding day, you know, the number one thing tattoo artists tell you not to do to get someone's name or initial on you. But I was young, we I always talk about me making mistakes when I was younger. That is another lovely mistake that I made. When I went in to get this tattoo, the tattoo artist is like, no, I don't do names or initials on people. You're going to regret this. So I was like, hmm, okay, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm just going to have someone else do it. So I literally went down the road and found somebody else that would put his freaking initial on my finger. And yes, the first tattoo artist was right. So if someone that can put permanent stuff on your body tells you that something's not a good idea, you should really probably listen to them. I do want to get the tattoo lasered off, but y'all, I got a lot of things I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to do new tile in my house. I'm trying to do, do I'm trying to do new countertops. So the tattoo on the finger is probably gonna wait a little bit. Maybe Gus can get that for me as like my birthday present, like a laser tat- tattoo removal session. That would be a good idea. Oh my gosh. Brandy Porter 14 said, does Gray have godparents or did I miss it? Gray does not have godparents, but... I have a couple friends that I consider his godparent, one being my friend Gabby from Atlanta, one being my friend Davia from Atlanta, um, my friend Cashin, my friend Amy, like he, Gray has tons of godparents, but no one officially and I don't think he has like, he doesn't have anyone that I would be like, Oh, yeah, you're the godfather. I would really have to think on that one. Maybe I would really have to think on that. I feel like Kirk is honestly like the best bet. Like, I'm going to call Kirk later and be like, hey, you're my son's godfather. Okay, great. I don't know what we have to do to make you the godfather. But I think I think it's all set for you to be the godfather. Kirk has his life together. He has like a big boy job. Like he has like he takes care of his dog. You know, I think that's really important. He has an amazing girlfriend that I know would help. So I think Gray would be in safe hands with Kirk. Heather Mashburn asked, how do you deal with balancing being a mom and reminding yourself that you're still Nilsa too? Let me tell y'all how I do this. I go to therapy because when I first had Gray, I had so much mom guilt anytime I would leave the house. It doesn't matter where I was going. It doesn't matter if I was going to the store to get diapers for him. I would feel bad for leaving. And so I was really losing my identity of who I was as a person and I you know, started therapy. And my therapist told me, you know, she has clients, I think I've said this before on like last episode that she has clients that only do for her family until their kids are grown. And then when her kids move out, and they have their own separate lives, they lose their identity. And I really had to start working on that. So what I do to make sure that I am still being Nilsa is I do the things I enjoy. I'm doing my podcast. I post videos for you guys on social media. I go and see my friends. I typically go out of the house and do something for myself once a week, whether that be go get my nails done, whether that be go to happy hour with my girlfriends, whether that be me and Gus get a babysitter and we go have a date night. And so I think that's really important, you guys, because you have to remember that you are still a person, too. So, for example, like if I used to love painting, which I do not have the uh, what is it, the green thumb or is that for planners? I don't know. But I do not have an artistic bone in my body. But. I'm just using this as an example. So basically, if I, before baby, loved to enjoy painting, maybe that would be something that I pick up again. If you enjoy writing, go start writing again. If there's any hobby that you did before you became a mom and you get a little bit of time during the day or during the week to do those things, I highly encourage you to go do that because you can't lose sight of the things that you enjoy and the things that make you you. Just because you're a mom, I think it's super important for your children to see that moms can be themselves because you want your kids to be themselves. You want your kids to be independent, right? And so I think that would be a really important lesson to teach your kids. Like, hey, I can still be me and be a freaking great parent to you. I talk about this a lot. I keep talking about stuff I talk about on every single episode, but I want to answer you guys' questions. So someone asked me, how do you manage your postpartum depression, what tips can you give others? I think that really goes back to what I say about having your own identity and doing the stuff you enjoy. Um, That was a big thing for me, I would have to learn how to get over my mom guilt, which is what I did in therapy. I talked to my therapist, that was like the biggest thing for me to help with my depression and anxiety. And I also am on medication, I don't want to sit here and tell you guys that therapy has been the Number one thing, the the fix it all, it hasn't. It has been a mix with therapy and medication. Now, some people can just go to therapy and not be medicated, and they get through their stuff that way. Some people can just take medication and not have to go to therapy but for me I have to do both so I really encourage you to talk to your doctor and figure out what would be a good option for you and if your doctor does not listen because I do have a lot of people that comment on my social media saying that their doctor would not listen to them go find a new doctor I highly encourage you or see a psychiatrist I know that word sounds so scary and taboo but my psychiatrist I absolutely love he sat there and he evaluated me he listened to my concerns and he we found the perfect medication for me in my situation. So if your doctor won't listen, see a psychiatrist. I highly recommend that. But I also also, also want to stress doing things that you love. When your baby goes down for a nap, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you're doing self-care. Make sure you're showering, washing your hair. I know when I was at the height of my postpartum depression, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't even shower because I was just so like out of it with myself that I just forgot to take care of me so it's really important to stay ahead of losing yourself and to take care of yourself do the things you love go out and see some friends go have a date night with you and your partner I think all those things are really important and can contribute to you having a mentally healthy life Ooh, Lynn coming in with a good question what is it like going back to a normal life after being on a TV show? I always thought I had a normal life. The only thing that's really changed is, you know, I'm financially stable and people recognize me now. I know that might sound like crazy, but I still do everything everyone else does. I still go and I shop at the grocery store. I I, I don't even have a nanny like my kids just in daycare. But, you know, I should probably get a nanny. And I've been telling myself this for forever. I get so sidetracked. I love going to Ross. I still have the same group of friends. I still love doing the things I did before. And I'm still wild and crazy. So I really don't think that like much has changed from where I was before the show, after the show, and during the show. I think I'm still the same Nilsa. I do think that I am a more calmer person now. Um, and I'm more patient. Oh my gosh, the show taught me so much patience because one, you're living in a house with eight or seven other people and you have to learn that not everyone's alike. So you have to be patient and that has really honestly set me up for motherhood in such a strange way because in the last two seasons that we were filming Floribama Shore, I did feel like mama bear. Like maybe it's because I was so pregnant and I was like getting my motherly instincts, but I really feel like living with my roommates really guided me, really guided me into this thing called motherhood. And I also want to say, someone asked this, do you still keep in touch with your other castmates? I do. I keep in touch with a majority of everyone. Um, Some of us have just gone down different paths and some of us have just remained thick as thieves and me and Amy, we still talk Every day, every other day, we still talk all the time. She's my absolute best friend. Cody FaceTimes me drunk, and I FaceTime him when I'm drunk. I call Jeremiah, and we talk to him. Actually, Jeremiah talks to my husband, Gus, more than he talks to me, but it's okay. I think I love seeing that friendship because Jeremiah is like, an uncle to gray and he's just such a good person to have in our lives. And so it really makes me happy that him and Gus can bond. And then I talked to Kirk, but like I said earlier, Kirk is like crushing it right now. He's got like a full-time job. He's like the regional manager of a company. He's crushing life. Like he, he, I think he's doing way better than all of us, to be honest with you. Candace is such a wonderful mother and it's so amazing to see motherhood on her and her little boy you guys is so cute he has the cutest little dimples and the biggest smile a i could i literally could just like squeeze him he is so cute like she has the most handsome baby And I want to say that I am super blessed that I even got the opportunity to be on Floribama Shore for five years and all the things that I did in between Fear Factor, Wild and Out, What's Your Secret? What else did I do? I hosted the Siesta Key interrogations that were kind of like show episode recaps. What else did I do? I feel like I did something else. Oh, how far is tattoo far? How could I forget that one? I have a big tattoo still on my leg, which is another question I get all the time. People think that the tattoo is not real, but when you go on that show, you are really getting a tattoo. Like you are literally getting a tattoo blindfolded. And yes, it is real. Am I going to get it removed? No, because like I said before, that would be just way too much money. But overall, I had such a great experience, and I appreciate you guys still asking about the show because that makes me feel good. Listen. Me and Amy and um, a lot of my roommates are planning a trip in January because mine, Candace's, Cody's, and Kirk's birthday are all within two weeks of each other. So we're planning on going on a trip together and Amy's coming and Jeremiah's coming and it's going to be a lot of fun. And so I'm really hoping that I get to do a podcast with Amy and Candace and maybe a couple other of my roommates. But Amy, I will drive to Perdita, Alabama, And I will get you on this podcast. I just have to figure out how to have two people on my podcast because it did not work last time I tried to have a guest on my podcast. You guys are coming in with the really good questions. Cass Hole. Oh, I love this girl. She asked me, what's one thing you thought would be hard as a mom, but turned out to be easy? The one thing that I thought would be super hard as a mom is time management. I am really good at time management um, but I thought that would be a really big struggle for me because what I mean by time management is getting out the door on time, getting to places on time, making appointments, getting great at daycare, getting everyone dressed and breakfast ready and everything like that. Managing your time is such a hard thing to do alone, but putting kids into the mix, it is so hard. But so far, I've been doing good. I maybe have been late to a couple of things with friends. And our excuse is we have a baby, like When you when you use your baby as an excuse, no one could ever say anything to you. So that was one thing that I thought was going to be like super hard, but turned out to be something that I am okay at. I'm not going to say I'm great at it, but I'm going to say I am okay at it. I'm getting more and more questions of how I lost the baby weight. So I did want to tell you guys that I am an Herbalife distributor. So if you guys wanted to order, you can go to the link in my bio of either my Instagram or my TikTok and click on Herbalife and the shakes that I did were the vanilla shakes I did the strawberry cheesecake I did the cookies and cream I did the chocolate all their flavors are super good but I use the protein and the formula one that is what I use to make my shakes and I did them twice a day when I was really trying to lose weight so if you guys want to order just head over to my link and place an order and I can tell you guys that you're gonna love it um, if you don't you know everything's not for everybody. So or I guess I should say some things are not for everybody. But this is what's worked for me. And I'm not the type of person if you have followed me for forever. I never push things on you guys. I just show you guys products that I love and enjoy. And this is a product that really worked for me. And I also have some friends who are about to try it as well. And I have so many clients that are down 40 pounds in like three months. And for me, I lost 60 pounds in six months. And right now I'm 70 17 months postpartum, and I weigh 125 pounds. I have not been this weight since I think I was like the beginning of Floribama, to be honest with you guys, which was five years ago. So, this is what has worked for me. And, like I said, I'm not pushing it on anybody, but I did the Formula One and the protein one scoop of protein, two scoops of Formula One twice a day, healthy snacks in between, and a healthy dinner. Before I wrap up today's episode, I got to tell you guys something really exciting. As you guys saw a couple weeks ago, I went and got the Dyson Airwrap because I had to see what all the fuss was about. And I absolutely love it. And when I posted my video on Instagram, I had a lot of women and men tell me, oh my gosh, I wish I could get one, but I can't right now. And I know the holidays are coming up. Everyone is starting to save Everyone is about to start buying Christmas gifts. And then we have all the holiday meals that we have to make. Everybody has to get their cranberry sauce. So I know that people are trying to save right now. But one thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to do a giveaway for you guys. So I went out and I bought a Dyson Airwrap to do as a giveaway for you guys. And I'm going to tell you how to enter. It's going to be super, super simple. The way to enter the giveaway for the Dyson Airwrap, all you have to do is is subscribe to my podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. just subscribe to my podcast. And I also ask that you guys um, follow me on TikTok. My ad is at Nilsa And you will be entered to win the Dyson Airwrap. So the way this is going to work is I am going to look through um, my subscribers. And I'm also going to look through my TikTok followers. And I will pick a random person to win the Dyson Airwrap. And I'm going to be announcing the giveaway winner. Let's do the let's do the 18th. Let's do the 18th of November. So that is about two and a half weeks away on November 18th, I will be announcing the winner on my TikTok. So like I said, all you have to do is subscribe to my podcast. She's a mom now. And if you would follow my TikTok. So if you guys will just subscribe to my podcast, she's a mom now and follow me on TikTok at Nilsa Prohaunt, you will be entered to win the Dyson Airwrap. I really appreciate you guys for listening. And I am so happy that I'm able to do this giveaway for you guys. I'm always trying to give back. I I honestly don't think there are enough things in the world to give you guys for all the support that you give me. But if one way I can do that is to do giveaways, then that is what I'm going to do. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. And I'm not going to tell you when the next episode's coming because I don't even know. Your girl is busy. And yes, I am about to go decorate for Christmas. So Merry Christmas, you guys. And I will talk to you later. Goodbye.